The following program contains mature subject matter. Listener discretion is advised. Turn us on and the satisfaction's guaranteed. Frank discussion with passion on CJD 800. Coming up after 10.15, we meet our Bachelorette of the Month. We'll talk about dating in your 50s, tell you about some events. Uh, We'll discuss the do's and don'ts of dating in your 50s, dating after divorce, dating after uh, widowhood. This is on our regular Dating Dilemma show. That's coming up after 10.15, but first... Time to check out our inbox. Your texts are always welcome. Connect with Passion at 514-800. Don't forget, you can also send me your emails with your questions to laurie at drlaurie.com. Is it safe to use O-cream or other for her pleasure creams when you rely on condoms for birth and STD control, or do they damage latex like petroleum, jelly, and oils? Uh, That's a good question. You should always check, uh, first of all, the ingredients of any kind of lubricant. So the ones you're talking about are uh, specific lubricants that um, create more arousal or heat in, in the genitals area, generally speaking, and I believe that they are made to be compatible uh, with condoms, so you'll want to check that. Anything that contains oil is uh, clearly not compatible with condoms and certainly not something like petroleum jelly or coconut oil or any other oils that you have um, at home. So if you want an oily feeling uh, lubricant, then you can uh, you can get um, silicone-based lubes that are far more slippery and don't dry up as much. They feel oily, but they are not oil. So as far as the uh, pleasure cream that exist, I believe they're generally compatible. Uh, But you should ask. And when you get these creams, hopefully you're getting them at a reputable sex shop boutique, and they usually have quite knowledgeable staff there uh, to give you all the information uh, that you need. Do you know where I can get more info on genital, listen to how I spelled it, wars, W-A-R-Z-Z-Z-Z. I hate that word, person says. I can't even write it. I think I may have one. Who can I contact? Can a dermatologist handle it or should I contact a sex doctor? So you don't need a sex doctor. You might want to go to an infectious disease clinic and there are uh, several in the city. If you go to uh, the um, the Sexual Health Network of Quebec's website, shnq.ca, there should be a listing there of all the different clinics in Montreal and all around Quebec, actually, where you can uh, you can have STI uh, testing. Uh, the Jewish General has a walk-in clinic, but you have to check in and, and check which days and, and times uh, that you can get that done. Otherwise, yes, uh, for... For genital warts, they tend to have to be burned off, taken off, so a dermatologist can also uh, remove that. But you, you, you'd want to know, is this related to, um, you know, an STD or not? All right. Uh, my boyfriend is the only child of a single mom. He lives with her 
and she does everything for him, makes his bed, irons his clothes, cooks his dinner, does his laundry. When he stays at my place, she calls at least twice a day just to check in. I love him, but I feel as if his close relationship with his mother is getting in the way of us moving on in ours. He won't move in with me, for instance, because he says she'll be too lonely without him. Is there anything I can do? Has anybody ever been in this situation? It's actually fitting because we are talking about dating dilemmas and maybe our, when our experts are in studio, we'll, we could talk about this, especially with our bachelorette. Like, could would she date someone who was, uh, you know, maybe uh, tied to mom in, in this way? What would, uh, what would you do? I'm actually curious uh, to hear if you've had experience with this. 514-800. I, I don't think that nagging him for example, uh, will work because he'll just turn away and and go towards mom in in that way, right? Because she's always there to offer uh, comfort. Another thing you shouldn't do is um, have him uh, uh, choose, like to say, it's either me or your mother. Uh, That's never going to work. Um, And even if he were to choose you, if there's trouble in the relationship, he'll probably run Uh, right back. You have to resist saying anything bad about her. It's still um, his mother. But could you, could you try to like her? Could you try to uh, befriend her? Maybe. Um, That might help the situation. Maybe you'll like her. You'll enjoy her company. I don't know. Maybe that 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 will work. And maybe she then will start to trust you, and might release her hold uh, on uh, on her boy, <laughs> her her adult son, uh, as she realizes you're not there to steal him, but to join the family. So if she gets that sense, it might actually um, work. Also, one thing uh, that you can do that his mother has not done for him is really treat him like an adult, right? Uh, Maybe when he talks about his feelings, about his worries, about his mom and his mom being lonely, share in that with him. Be his ally and try to work out some kind of compromise together. You have to think about what you can do about this situation. There's not much you can do on your own. Like you're pretty powerless in this situation, but he has to do it. It's just about you leading him down kind of, uh, of that path. If he doesn't want to change, if everything fails, well, maybe you need to look for a guy who's free of those apron strings. What is, what do you think of that? If anybody has had that experience, um, what do we call, what do women usually call that? Mama's boys? What else? Are there other names for this? And I get it. I get that, uh, you know, mom is very special, of course, and uh, but uh, a mom who holds on that tightly to an adult child who doesn't uh, let them uh, live their lives and, and create their own families and what have you, I think is uh, is wrong. Uh, I, I think it puts the child in a very, very difficult uh, position. We don't own our children. We have to raise them and let them go, let them go and develop 
their own lives. I don't know what you think about that. Maybe you're an aging person. Maybe you've had a parent like this. Share your stories. 514-800. Oh, yes. There you go. Uh, I just got a text. Um, So if you go to lasermontreal.com, there uh, we've had on Dr. Clifford Albert here, and they do this on a regular basis, removing with a very specialized tool, which leaves absolutely uh, no scarring that can be done. That's uh, it's private, so it you'd be paying for the removal of, but I think that would be the same if you went to a dermatologist even, although I'm not quite sure, but I know you can get an appointment rather quickly there, lasermontreal.com. Uh, so thank you for reminding me that that is exactly one of the things that you do. Uh, dating dilemmas uh, coming up. You're going to meet our bachelorette of the month. You can ask her any question that you want, anything at all, and she will be available. She'll be at the next Cook and Date event on July 11th, so if you um, might like her, might like to meet her, you'll go to that event, and uh, there you go. She'll wear a name tag, and you'll be able to see our Bachelorette of the Month. A safe place to work out the kinks in any relationship. It's Passion with CGAD 800's Dr. Lori Batito. We explore the world of dating tonight, the advantages, the disadvantages, the joys, and the disappointments. And joining us in studio is our Bachelorette of the Month. Vula is here. She is 53 years young. So <laughs> we will talk about the, all the young 50 plus uh, looking uh, who are on the dating scene. And we are also joined by Christina Mucciardi of cookanddate.com and Fritz Gerald Morisot of elitespeeddating.com. So if you have any questions about these types of events, what you can expect, uh, then uh, you can give us a call. You can text us at 514-800 and ask questions. You can ask our Bachelorette of the Month anything, any questions. She is open, right? Totally. <laughs> Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. Okay, so uh, you are 53 years young. What's, I guess the big thing is, what's your story? Oh, my story. <laughs> um, married very young. Mm-hmm. Uh, divorced very young. Uh, with a, a child at the time, and young on, meaning how young? I was twenty four when I got divorced. Okay, so that is. Young. Uh, and I've been on the dating scene for twenty eight years. Wow! So people are saying twenty eight years. Have you had relationships? Yes. Like what's why? Yes. Why haven't? What's your explanation for not having like met the right person yet? Um, or or maybe you didn't want to. I don't know. I uh, no, no, wanna... uh, definitely. I mean, uh, not right away. It took me several years before I really wanted to be out on the dating scene. However, uh, there were se- several reasons. One was probably choices and what we are attracted to. And another is also just not finding the right one. It's what like when you know, you know. And uh, it's supposed to be easy. <laughs> Who said that? We wouldn't do this show if it was supposed to be easy. <laughs> meaning, meaning when the right one comes along, it's supposed oh, yes, to be yes, easy, yes, right? Yes, yes. But, uh, you know, we have to sometimes kiss a lot of frogs in order to find our prince. Yes, sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes, <laughs> yes. 
That is quite true. Uh, there's a few. I've got lots of questions, and I, I our panelists can ask uh, questions too. And uh, absolutely. So I want to um, I want to know what have been some of the the biggest challenges for you. I'd say um, a lack of authenticity coming from the other side. Uh, I'd say especially with a lot of these online dating sites ah, nowadays. Mm-hmm. Uh, People are just finding it hard to be honest. So are you finding that the people you meet are often not honest? The yeah. men you meet are often not honest? Yes, yes. I don't get that. Like, What are they not honest about? It could be anything from age to uh, profession to even their own uh, views on relationships. Like, I'll give you an example. Uh, months ago, I was on a site and uh, I went out on a date And we were having a great time. Everything was fine. We were laughing. We were joking. And several times throughout the date, he mentioned that it was too bad that his ex-girlfriend left him. Okay. So I already, you know, Red flag, red flag. Exactly. (laughs) Uh, And then at some point, he said that one evening they went out for dinner and she barely said two words to him. And I turned around and I said to him, well... What happened? What, why, you know, why was she upset? He's like, well, I think she was upset because my daughter didn't invite her to her wedding. Mm -hmm. And I said, okay. Uh, I said, how long have you been with this woman? He's like, we've been living together for two years. I'm like, oh, and Mm -hmm. it was up to your daughter to invite her and you had no say in all of this. So what did that tell you about him? Well, it it told me that he would never put his woman first. Mm -hmm. And uh, it told me that he's not man enough to stand up to whoever he needs to stand up to in order to make his woman happy. So for me, that was it. First and last date. Okay. So that's probably another reason why I've been alone for so long. I didn't want to settle. And I always said I would not settle. You seem to be quite happy single, though. Like, you yeah. you don't seem to be... You yeah, know. I've had a full life. Right. I've done everything from skydive to, uh, you know, scuba dive to travel all over the world. Uh, professionally, I've done well. And, yeah. So having a relationship would be kind of the icing on the cake. Exactly. It's not... Ex- you don't need it. You just... No. It would be something that would yeah, be... I would yeah, I would complement her life. Like, she doesn't right. want... She doesn't need it. It's more of a... I think that's... Well, that's a healthy approach. It is. Because then your expectations are... You, you know, you're not throwing all your expectations on every date that you have, which a lot of people do, mm-hmm. and then they get very mm-hmm. uh, disappointed, you know? Mm-hmm. This is what I think I like so much about Fule. She's just... So genuine, she's outgoing, she smiles, she looks great, she's fun. Aww. It's, it's, it's yeah. wonderful. Yeah. You have a good time with Vula. <laughs> <laughs> to, for a good time. <laughs> you know what I mean. Seriously? You know what I, Prince. <laughs> you know what I mean. You, <laughs> no, but it's true. I mean, it's she a has, good date. Yeah. Like, you will have fun. Right, it's a good date. Yeah, exactly. Vula, what's, what's, a, what's a good date for you? Oh, my. I've had some good dates too, and uh, they could be anything from an, a, a beautiful walk in the park to uh, a night out dancing. I'm a ballroom dancer, so oh, cool. I, I love to. Yeah, I love to dance. Uh, so you know, as long as as long as it's done with an honest intention, 
you can have a good time anywhere. Okay. Right. And I think that's key. And that's the right attitude to go into dating yeah. is that go in, meet new people, have a good time. If it works and it clicks, great. If it doesn't, you had a nice night. Yeah. You, right? may, you, you may have made another friend. Right. Mm -hmm. I, I want to get to a couple of texts. Uh, this text writes, we are males. You are over 50 and you're discovering only now most men are t not totally honest. <laughs> Welcome to the real world. Wow. That's kind of, I don't know. That's, that's kind yeah. of disappointing. That's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's so like, and that comes from men, like a man, Aww. you know, it's like, why not? Like that I would drive me I wonder me if bananas. he has any daughters. Yeah, interesting, mm. interesting. Uh, Just Drew writes, I still think it's sad that men have to man up. Um, but I, I think part of it is whether you use that word man up or not, it, it's more about um, including, you ha You know, you're living with someone for two yeah. years, mm -hmm. they're your life partner, essentially. Yes. Your, da your daughter's getting married. But these are the challenges that I see in people who remarry or get back into relationships is the whole issue with adult children too right I would, I would disagree with that person who says man up um first of all you do need to man up but the same you could apply the same thing to women when let's say you reverse it and she would not have brought her male or female or whatever the person she's dating mm -hmm. to the wedding that for lack of a better term, she needs to man up or she needs mm. to woman up. Well, she like, needs to call assert, it what you want. Assert, assert yourself. Assert yourself. Yeah. I think it, let's yeah. use the right word, assert yourself. Uh, Fritz, you might be able to answer this question. What are the stats on the members of the black Montreal community who speed date? Uh, and to the bachelorette, would you date a black man? Yes. So culture, okay. So yes. cross-cultural dating mm -hmm. is, is fine. Okay. So what about the, the stats? stats? I, I'm not understanding the question. Like, what are like the how stats many, the about the black In other words, men? how many black men uh, are in your speed dating events? Well, I have to tell you, I've never really counted how many black men. But you men, have some. Okay, we do have some. Okay. We, we don't just do um, speed dating for black people, speed dating for mm -hmm. whites. Right, we, right, we don't right. segregate like right, that. I think right. he so wants to know what the ratio is. The ratio. It's actually pretty, I would say, uh, out of 10, maybe for three to four okay a night mm. so maybe three to yeah mm. cert, yeah three to four so maybe 30 to 40 percent okay, on okay. any given night okay. and yes they do date women of other color not just black people um we actually promote that okay the whole idea is to meet right color is not important right. i would hope we're past that by now Okay. Uh, and you know, I'm looking at, at Fritz who started this <laughs> because he attended a speed dating event and is a black man. Correct. <laughs> so, who married a white woman <laughs> was, from Romanian. another culture. Exactly. <laughs> so you're the like the perfect example oh. of all that. Absolutely. Uh, men are, uh, this is another, males are like politicians. Ugh. They are cheats and liars. And when not out kissing babies, they are stealing their lollipops. And he writes, I have a, I have a, a daughter, 37, five kids. Who has five kids? Wow. Um, I regret this generalization, but I heard lately by a few people that this is how it is in Montreal. I don't agree fully because I haven't spent enough time in Ontario, but people say that there are more decent, honest guys there in Ontario. I think if you speak to people in Ontario, there's some of the very similar 
uh, if I you may. know, very similar challenges. We'll talk about those challenges uh, coming up. I don't know if there are across, but uh, I, we're getting a wonderful text here that I'm going to share. But I'm also going to ask Vula, our Bachelorette of the Month, uh, how she feels about dating a guy who's older, let's say 30s, 40s, 50s, whatever age, just like our email earlier, uh, who still lives with mom and who has a hard time like moving past moving out uh, of mom's uh, mom's home. So we'll ask that question. The following program contains mature subject matter. Listener discretion is advised. From the pleasure and the politics to the hangups and the heartbreak, you're listening to Passion, CJD 800. So I got this uh, email, and I want to—I shared it earlier in the uh, in the show, but I want to share it with our dating dilemmas panel from a woman who's dating a guy who lives with mom. Uh, I'm guessing around middle age, uh, a mom who makes his bed, irons his clothes, cooks his dinner, does his laundry, uh, checks in with him whenever he stays over at her place, and he won't budge from there because he says that she'll be too lonely without him, so he won't even consider, uh, I guess, moving in with her, and she's at a loss because she loves him but doesn't know what to do. So, well, if you are faced with this situation, like, what are your thoughts on this? So, as a self-sufficient woman for so long, um, I would have a hard time with this. I, I, first and foremost, I think that's pretty much an excuse that he's there because he loves her and I think he's just in his comfort zone. And I think that he is, uh, you know, uh, it's, it's detrimental to him uh, for him to be, uh, taken care of by mommy. God knows if she also tucks him in at night. Um, (laughs) but, um, no, I think he's, he's not dating material and I think he wouldn't be a very attractive dating material for most women, uh, who my hat off to the girl who has decided to go out with him. Well, I think she's getting quite frustrated right now because the, the relationship can't really move no any further. But as this texter says, the guy has a heart and loves, loves his mom very much. Look at it this way. Many women watch how guys treat their mom so you can get a sense how you will be treated. Tough call, but he has a heart. Yes, but he also treats his mom as his personal slave. Like, oh, I mm-hmm. get it that that she yeah. does it all may, uh, willingly, but hey, Wait. like, yes. you know, uh, maybe to me it would mean that if, I, so if this guy gets married, it, he doesn't know how to do all those things. So he will expect his wife to cook, to clean, to Absolutely. iron his clothes, to do all of that because I don't know how to do this. I don't know. I don't know how to do this. I never learned how to do it. My mom did it all. So, hey. Hey, you do it. You know how. Mm. I, I'm not really as the only dude. Yeah, go protect the <laughs> okay. dudes. Okay, as the only dude here. Look, I have to tell you, you're not giving me a strong case to work on with you. <laughs> but one, let's say that he he has other motivations, like he's saving up for money for a big house. Did when you do he that? Does move did in you do with that? you? Pardon me? Did you do that? I did not do that. Did you stay that. home with mommy? I did, until but I'm not the man in question here. I <laughs> oh, <okay>. am. He's <laughs> trying so. to he's trying to stand up for <laughs> those men who choose mm-hmm. to stay at home with mom. For for an ex- I've I've actually known a couple of guys who stayed longer um at home just because they had different interests. I wanted to be out and see 
what life can hold for me. They were more, listen, I, I have an advantage here. I could stay at home. She does it because she loves me and she wants to. And it's convenient and for it's, me. Exactly. Right? It's convenient for me. I get to save some money. They moved out with all the advantages, no debt, nothing. Depending on the age, Fred. Mm-hmm. Depending on the age. If That's we're talking right. about, if we're talking a 40, 45 year old, 50 year old man, no, I'm sorry. We're in trouble. And I actually know somebody I grew up with who's the same age as me and is actually doing that. And money's not an it, issue, not but he dateable. won't leave mommy. It's like no. Okay, question. A, no. What if he is 40, 50, let's yeah. say, okay, he is 40, 45, whatever it is. He has a healthy relationship with his mother. If he went back, okay, let's assume that he went back and he's living with her right you now. You mean like after he, a divorce or after something? After a divorce or yeah. something, he's living there. He, you know, he's helping her out. They do everything separately. She doesn't do his laundry. Okay, she that's different. I think that's a very that's different fine. scenario than what was presented yeah. in that email. That email was like, I'm not leaving him. Mom does everything. And I, you know, even when I don't sleep at home, she's checking in on me and yeah. I can't, I can't leave her. She'll be lonely. Like, that's, that's so, a scenario. You know, that's so, a different scenario. I'll tell you from my own uh, personal experiences, complete. what I've lived and what I've seen out there, nine out of ten times when that has happened, when they've gotten divorced and moved back home, they'll, they haven't left and they're still there 20, 30 years later. Yeah, and I, so also, that tells I you have something. two cases. So I have one case of a, of a uh, 40-something-year-old man that his mother, unfortunately, had passed away, and only then is when he got married. That's one case. When she died, When she died. And Mm -hmm. a second case, it was a bit better than the texter that texted Mm -hmm. in because it was a a male that met a woman Mm -hmm. dating the mother. A little bit of that, like the mother was his personal slave, but he ended up um, living with the woman and the mother. So they ended up, because he couldn't... That's a good good partner there. (laughs) But the thing was, is that she realized that he really felt for his mother his, his, the mother was widowed and uh and for her for him it was like he was the caregiver of his mother too as much right. as she was his personal slave right, right, okay. he, he was they so, made it work yeah so that was a those are scenario. more rare situations exactly. though. those are rarer but i think those can work mm-hmm. as well like mm-hmm. yeah. like kudos to to you know Absolutely. kids who take care of their parents Absolutely. and i have no issue with that like i would gladly have my parent you know if if they they were alone in in my home my mm-hmm. parents would not want it it's like no <laughs> get me help at home i don't need to be in you know uh, but, but but uh i can see and, and in certain cultures too like sometimes it's cultural and it's expected and you take care of the older generation yeah. and what have mm-hmm. you so i think everybody has their own story of i course. just think that right. you have it has to match with who you're dating. Yeah. Like the other, the person you're dating has to kind of understand if it's cultural, they have to understand the culture and, yeah. and they have to be good with it. They have to be like, of course your mother can move in with us. Like yes. I would expect that if right. my mother, you know, right. so it, if the, if that was the dynamic, that would be a very different one. I don't, it's just that in this scenario, uh, that's not what I got. This texture writes, so that sounds like a mamere and she is like a traditional wife to him. He's probably comfortable Vula said that, mm-hmm. and happy with being weighted on hand and foot, but it mm-hmm. is not too healthy. He needs to buck up and do things for himself as he was probably too spoiled to lift a finger around the house. Yep. She needs to get out and make friends 
or a cooking date to meet a new gentleman caller or get a pet to overcome loneliness or the boyfriend and girlfriend could move closer so that they are in the same neighborhood, which I think is a fabulous mm-hmm. option. Mm-hmm. It's like, mom, mm-hmm. we won't be far, but we'll be independent. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. even if you get a, a multi-generational home Absolutely. where you, you know, mom lives upstairs or downstairs mm-hmm. or wherever and you can keep an eye on your, your parent or as long as they're not so but, intrusive. But that has to be spoken of, of before course. they get to this point where she's freaking out. Right. Yeah, of course, of course. Yeah. Um, on another note, to this text writes: People talk a lot about online dating, but the best place to meet new people is public transit. I met most of my girlfriends on the bus and metro. You establish an unspoken uh, rapport because you see each other on the daily. Oh, uh-huh. yeah. You meet. Also, cool. thousands of people take public transit every day, so keep an open mind. Easiest opening line: The bus is always late, or the metro stopped again. You know, it's like <laughs> see, I like that because they're starting a conversation. That's where a lot cute. of people don't look at anybody, right? They're always yeah. on the Oh my phone goodness, on the nobody book. looks at anybody on public transit. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's yeah. true. But what if you're somebody who says, No, I wanna I wanna meet somebody who has a car? <laughs> you know, Maybe that's a possibility, do. Maybe they right? Do. They can still have a car if yeah. they take public transit. Yeah, that's quite true. Or get people who are on the train. Yes. Meet people yes. who are who are on the train who live in the burbs or something mm-hmm. like that. Uh, this text writes, speed dating? Hmm, so many women, so little time. <laughs> of course, and that's, why, <laughs> and that's why they've made it all disposable nowadays. Everything from the online to that, you know, the, their mindset is uh, the grass might be greener on the other side. There's always something else yeah. coming or yeah. possibly coming. Mm. Yeah, I guess that that is uh, our our technology and the the effect of that. I want to go back to the Toronto versus Montreal Mm. thing because uh, Christina Mucciardi of cookanddate.com does events in Toronto, Mm. right, regularly. Do you see a difference? Like one of our texters was thinking that the guys or the people are are better over there somehow. No, no, it's just a different mindset over there. They're they're busier, so things are are they they we're more European here. So mm. women and men, we're just more laid back here. People will show up a bit later here. They'll shun the people that show up late at the events in Toronto. You know, like oh, if, wow. you, if okay. we say seven o'clock, like people are arriving at six forty-five mm-hmm. in Montreal. You say seven o'clock, people are trickling in at seven fifteen. You know, it's like just a different way of life. I feel, and it's it's not about being better. It's just it's or just more decent no, or more honest. No, okay, no, at all, at all. All right, so n- no real difference. No. And I think the pool is probably bigger there. It's just a yes. bigger, more people. There's just yes. I mean, if you're looking for spe- specifics, like I've had Jewish clients say they, they're having better luck in Toronto. Well, there's more, more Toronto. Yeah, yes, that's right. Exactly. It's a bigger population. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. But it's. I would also say it's more um, a work environment, so more, uh, I'm going to be careful what I say, more single people are available. Right, because and have, there they just are more, more of them. They're more of them, and right. their their mindset is work, go out, work, go right. out, and also work, the, the, out. those dating apps work well for that because mm-hmm. they have yeah. less time to yeah. to just hang out. Oh, another thing. Uh, oh, we'll talk about that coming up. Uh, A safe place to work out the kinks in any relationship. It's passion with CGAD 800's Dr. Lori Batito. All right, I, j- I just have to share this Facebook message that I got. I think it's hysterical. So I just posted on my Facebook page uh, that my book is still available on Amazon. It's available on paperback. And uh, so I went on the Amazon site just to see, you know, whatever. And so I posted a screenshot 
from my phone of that, and I never noticed that, but somebody wrote me saying, is this a subliminal message, but you have 69% of uh, p- battery power left? <laughs> like, how, how convenient. How, does, how do people pick up on the smallest details? Uh, but you know what? Picking up on small details when you're dating... Oh, is yes. actually really important. Oh, yes. Um, not that it's anything subliminal like that. And that wasn't intentional, I promise you. But uh, those like mm-hmm. th- those red flags. So you, mm. Vula's our bachelorette of the month. She's uh, 53 years old. If you want to meet going her, ask 35. her any questions. Yes, definitely going <laughs> on. Be- a beautiful 53 years young. Yeah. You can meet her at the next Cook and Date event, which is on July 11th. Uh, it's for the 40 plus age group and it's a keto barbecue event. That should be fun. Who's your chef? Uh, we're doing it with, uh, she's actually a dietitian too. So Oh, uh, very yes, cool. Yes. Okay, so she'll be able to actually talk about the yes, keto exactly. uh, diet and, and what have you. Exactly. Okay, that's cool. Hmm. Very cool. What was I asking? I lost you, were, you were talking about those little... Oh, yeah, the yes. signs and, yeah. and the uh, the red flags, which I'm sure you've become an expert at after, uh, you know, close to three <laughs> oh, decades of God. dating. You're like the expert <laughs> dater. Yes. Yeah. I have to tell. Uh, tell me how you, because um, I know you met Fritz at a speed dating event. How do you like speed dating versus online dating? Uh a big difference at least at least with speed dating you're getting that one-on-one contact you're looking at the other person in the eyes uh they say that 93 percent of what uh what we what is communicated is energy Mm -hmm. uh so uh i'm a firm believer of energy and when i've done those speed dating events when i've attended i definitely saw a difference and uh was able to you know, right away say, yeah, this person looks interesting. I'd go on a, on a date. Whereas on online dating, you're going out on a date. God knows Based how old that picture, picture right? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. God knows how old that picture is. And God knows I've had that happen to me many times. One time, this is sad to say, but one time I had, um, I had the experience of somebody showing up who was paralyzed from the neck down. Without telling you. Without telling me. Oh. I was in complete shock. Right. My mouth dropped and I'm a I'm a person who tries to, you know, be very careful. Uh I was in complete that, shock. I would think that wow. would be an important yeah. thing. Yeah. Like I have a friend who's um who I work out with and I met him at the gym, but he's a, a young blind man and he makes it very clear on his dating profile mm-hmm. that he uh, he he can't see that yeah. he's blind yeah. mm-hmm. and you know he makes it part of his profile and, and and what have you and he gets dates but he truly believes in I'm this is me you know I'm not I'm not well, pulling course. the, the maybe, wool over maybe Vula would have even went on a date with him if he would have been honest but of like right. he gets so shocked of course right and, and um I Again, like eight out of 10 times, uh, my online dating experiences were ones where uh, second and third dates didn't usually happen because I saw that there was a lack of transparency there. Okay. And in most cases, and I'm not saying, you know what, I know, I do know couples who have gotten together through those sites Mm -hmm. who have gotten married, but I'd say most rather than, you know, most have not been the best experiences. And it's just another means of these these companies making a hell of a lot of money 
Hmm. You know, even though there a lot of these apps yeah. are free, but they it's the ads, right? Mm-hmm. So just I want to get back. Somebody's texting in about we, we were talking about Toronto versus Montreal in terms of dating. Says uh, Toronto treats everyone like they are in a job interview. They yes, schedule yes. in people, schedule yes. in sex, schedule in human interaction. Yeah, very business focused. Mm-hmm. Speed dating forces people to behave artificially. You are trying to impress someone in two minutes. Hashtag fake dating, my opinion. Maybe Disagree. okay. So as Disagree. the as the speed dating king of Montreal, Fritz, uh, talk fake, about it. What is this? So many things to talk about. Hashtag fake dating. Hashtag present yourself and try to woo someone for two minutes instead of saying I'm going to present fake personality. Be yourself. On a profile, yes, right. on a profile. Like actually interact. Hey, how you doing? You're looking good. How's yeah, fun? What'd you contact. do today? Yeah. Something. Like actually the. Did, does it seem that it struck a nerve? Yeah, I think so. A little bit. <laughs> like, uh, but maybe you can you can talk about like what would be the advantages of uh, of speed dating over the online dating in your opinion? Like my first opinion is is I actually think it's the last frontier now to an actual connection right. between people. Whether you if you're online or you're on your app, I'm going to give you a small secret. You will going to have to meet at one point in time. Right. Mm-hmm. It's going to happen. Whether but, you like it or not, it's going to happen. So, no matter how, what you put on that profile, no matter how witty you can be, blah, you're going to have to present yourself mm-hmm. and you're going to have to pr- show to learn how to exactly yourself, how to interact right. with that person. Right. Okay? Or different people or whatnot. But saying that everybody's put in a cookie mold and blah, 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 and it's fake dating, maybe you need some time at speed dating and maybe <laughs> you need to learn to interact with other people that are not just put in a cookie mold that do other different things that you can relate to. I, I know the feedback has been great from people who do speed dating so and, and quite successfully. So if anybody's interested, EliteSpeedDating.com, you can check it out there. And a cook and date is another format. Mm-hmm. Yes. This is why I love this this panel because we have different formats for for dating. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of these days, I'm going to get uh, somebody from a, an app like from Bumble or something to come in and mm-hmm. talk about it. But the cook and date is an event. Like you're meeting people. It's like a basically a cocktail. It's a cocktail with a little bit of a hands-on cooking experience um not full from a to z as if you're doing a cooking class but it's in group format you're making parts of the meal together so it's a easy way to interact you're put into a group a bit like a speed dating format but not really because you're not one-on-one you're like two on two or something right right so it's like going to a party yes i can say i've been to to christina's cooking date Mm -hmm. had a good time Mm -hmm. because you you interact with people and i think that's what's now missing and, and I have no problem saying that cook and date is great because it is a good event as long as you go out, yeah. interact, whether it's speed dating, whether it's cook and date, whether it's in the bus or the metro, yeah. like someone <laughs> said, and the bus is late, or you're meeting Vula here, who's amazing, just go out, do something. I'd like to yeah. add, I'd like to add here that um, in both instances, body language says a lot. And it's picking up those little details. Yeah, those little details. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If anybody wants to meet Vula, July 11th, uh, it's a 40-plus event, a cook and date event. Go to cookanddate.com to sign up. It's a keto barbecue event. Thank you so much, you guys, for being here. And I just wanted to share one last uh, the text, which was for me, but... 
first that one hour show not long enough passion peaks at the first hour 90 minutes would complete it aren't you a sweetheart uh thank you very much thank you all for listening vula thanks for putting yourself out thank there you on air you, we really thank appreciate you. having you and next month i think we'll have a bachelor we'll have of a bachelor. the month uh, next that's it for us thank you so much for spending your precious time with us uh thank you to our technical producers brian Calisar and aaron uh, you can connect with me on social media at Dr. Lori Batito or through my website at drlori.com. Don't forget you can send in your questions to me as well uh, through the website. Coming up next here on CJD, we bring you the CTV National News. Have a great rest of the evening and remember to live your life with passion. <laughs>